You see, the cross is symbolic of the attainment of Christ for you. If you know what the cross has attained for you, you will cling unto it. Hallelujah. It is like knowing that someone has done something for you and by revelation you are the only one who knows it. And because you are the only one who knows it, no matter the, 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 the discouragement or the things people are saying about that thing to you, it doesn't move you. I hope you understand. Uh-huh. Because truth be told, this work is a clinging work. Hallelujah. Thank you. I will call you again. Amen. Hallelujah. The abounding grace. So, how can the grace or could the grace be evident without the cross? Or how could the grace be made manifest without the cross? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's all part of God's plan for us. Hallelujah. Say, I am not, I am not lost. Not lost. I am not lost. I am not lost. I am in God's plan. I'm in God's plan. Hallelujah. Glory. So our theme is what? The abounding grace. Hallelujah. The abounding grace. And this morning, I'm, I would want to just speak briefly about one or two things and then we'll pray. I came with a commission. I came with a charge to set the tone for us to follow through. Amen. January has passed just by just right now. January is over. We are in February. And we are still talking about the abounding grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So I have put something in my book here. The all sufficient, much more overabounding grace of the grace of the God of all grace. <laughs> the all sufficient, much more overabounding grace of the God of all grace. Hallelujah. The all sufficient, much more overabounding grace of the God of all grace. Hallelujah. You can write it somewhere in your book. And I'm sure by December 31st, we would have expounded this fully. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright. People of God, I came to tell you this morning that the call of God upon our lives as we have been called into this life you have to be determined you and I I'm not excluded we have to be determined and purposeful in our hearts to live this grace life hallelujah we have to make up our mind if you have not made up your mind, we have to make up our mind that this 
is my life and this is the way I will go. This is what? My life and this is the way I will go. Hallelujah. You have to be determined and purposeful. Amen. The call unto this grace life is not just a mere call. It takes commitment. It takes dedication. It takes persistence to see the full manifestation of this life wherein we have been called. Hallelujah. The life wherein we have been called into is a profiting life. You and I, we know that. But you see, the profiting of the life, for it to be made manifest, you have to be determined to live it. You have to be bold to live it. I have to tell you that. You have to be committed to the life. Hallelujah. And that is what my focus is this morning that we are going to spend some time to reaffirm our commitment to this life. Amen. There are many, many, many adversaries against this life. There are many, many, many circumstances that are abounding to ensure that your commitment to this great life is not lived. Even if you are to live the life, you will not live it to the full. But say, I live this life. I live this life to the fullest. To the fullest. I manifest this grace life to the fullest. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 5 verse 12. Paul, uh, sorry, Peter gives us an assurance that we have been called into this grace life. We have now appeared and we stand in this grace. Amen. The Bible says, so just note that scripture because I'll be running fast. I want us to pray this morning. Hallelujah. 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 We will cling to this life. We will lay hold onto this life. We will stand in this life. Amen. Alright, so just take note of that scripture. But the Bible says that by grace are we saved. You know where it is? Ephesians. So let's go to Ephesians. I want to just touch some few scriptures and then we'll pray. But I'm committed to this life. I'm committed to this life. I am committed to this life. I am committed to this life. Hallelujah. All right. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Yeah. So we are reading 8 and 9. We are reading 8 and 9 of Ephesians 2. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Hallelujah. Please read it again. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves. For by grace are you what? Saved. Say with me, for by grace, for by grace, was I saved. 
was I saved. I am saved by grace. 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 Continue, man of God. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Basically, I believe by now you know you are saved by grace. You have your call into Christ is by grace and not of your works. I would tell you that the grace of God that saved you when you were a sinner, that brought you into this life is that same grace that is to keep you in this life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The grace of God that saved you when you were a sinner and brought you into this life is that same grace that keeps you in this life. God did not save you by grace so that he will bring you into him and leave you for you to fend for yourself. Hallelujah. The reason why I'm saying this is that I have observed critically that there is an agenda to tell us that beyond this life, there is something else. And that is why I want us to pray. Beyond this grace that saved us and brought us into Christ, there is something that you and I have to do to ensure that we complete our life in fullest to enjoy. And so you have young men connecting themselves to people in authority. You have Christians living this life and settling for another. The Bible is reminding us that for by grace or Kai will say it is by grace that you got saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it has nothing to do with your works. The grace that saved you gave you a life. The grace that saved you gave you a righteousness. It is called the righteousness of God. That qualified you to have a right standing with God. It is finished. Hallelujah. Is for you and I to be determined to stay in this life. See, I stay in this life. Life. I stay in this life. I stay in this life. I am determined to live the life of grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But why are we talking about the abounding grace? The abounding grace. So, I have tried to look for the meaning of the word abound. And he says to exceed a fixed number of measure. When we talk of abound, the Greek word is perisio. Perisio. P-E-R-I-S-S-E-U-O. To exceed a fixed number of measure. In other words, to be over. Or 
to overflow or to excel more than. Hallelujah. So, the abounding grace speaks to the overflow of grace. Hallelujah. The overflow of grace to you. Amen. That's why I said, the all sufficient, much more overabounding grace of the God of all grace. Hallelujah. When we talk about sin, you would always find that where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Where circumstances, um, um, Paul came to God complaining, he said that my grace is sufficient for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Every person who is saved is saved by grace and must determine to live by grace. Hallelujah. You who are saved today, you were saved by grace and not of works. There is no way anybody can be saved apart from grace. The Bible says that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It means that apart from grace, there is nothing like salvation. And so if we are saved by grace, how do we live or how do we deceive ourselves that we can live apart from grace? Say, I'm determined I'm determined to live by grace. To live by grace. I am determined. I am determined to live to live by grace. By grace. Second Timothy chapter one, verse nine to ten. I am determined to live by grace. Second Timothy one, the verses nine and ten. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raiseth the dead who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. Who has saved the second? Yes, because I was wondering. Okay, software band is reading. Uh huh. But your because I was wondering, I'm hearing something. Say I'm saved. I'm saved. Say I'm saved. I'm saved. Yes, go on. And called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace. And but according to his own purpose and, and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus, which before, was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, before the world began. Hallelujah! But, hallelujah! Second Timothy, <laughs> chapter one, the verse number nine and ten. Who have saved us? Say, I am saved. I'm saved. You see, I, I always say that to live this abounding grace, in fact, to live this abounding grace, you have to be bold and courageous. Because I have come to realize that there are certain things that may, that this grace life can do to you, you cannot handle it. 
Say, I am saved. I am saved. Go on. Who have saved us. Who has saved us. And called us with an only calling. And called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works. Not according to your works. But according to his own purpose and grace. According to his own purpose and grace. Which was given us in Christ Jesus. Which was given us in Christ Jesus. Before the world began. Before the world began. In other words, you see, I, 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 I'm just getting excited within myself. First of all, you are saved by grace. Secondly, it is not by your works. Thirdly, it is according to the plan of God that you will be saved by grace. It is according to the plan of God that you will, locate, you will be located in grace to live this life. Hallelujah. And it is not something that was an afterthought. Even before the world began, God determined that there was going to be a class of people who would live this life by grace. Amen. It is not an afterthought. It is a determination of God. It is according to the plan of God that there was going to be a dispensation. And that was what Paul was talking about called the dispensation of grace. And last week, last two weeks, last three weeks, we were told that this dispensation of grace, the people of old, the senior prophets, who we so revere, they looked into this intently, that what is this life that is going to manifest? Who are these people going to appear such a time as this on this earth? And they will live by grace and not of works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why the, the, the principalities to the intent that they look at you and they marvel. But the problem is that those looking at you are marveling and you are looking at yourself and you are troubled. Those looking at you, they marvel. But you look at yourself in your present estate and you are troubled. There is a problem. There is a problem. There is a problem. See, I'm alive. I'm alive. Unto this grace life. Unto this grace life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you think the fish in the ocean, not in River Densu, because that one Galamse can swallow it. But in the ocean, Pacific Ocean, if you know, Atlantic Ocean, do you think the fish will ever think about the water getting finished? <laughs> in fact, when you, uh, when you, when you are entering Takrade, you see, I don't know which river is that, whether it's River Pra or what. The river is full of galamse, mud water. It is entering the sea, and you realize that just at the entrance is brown. But as the sea, as the river enters more, it is swallowed by the blue sea. Do you know what I'm telling you? God knows that this world will be full of galamse. I'm just giving you an, an analogy. And he 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 has specifically determined. This kind of people, they will need a certain realm. They will need to be in a certain place. They will need to have a certain working for them, to them and with them. God grace. 
so that they can be able to overcome this world. Listen, without this great life, you will be the most frustrated person calling yourself a Christian. You see, before you realize, you have gone to a fetish priest. He said, we need better know. Now what do you see him? And I do see him. I can't say. And to what? That's why I'm telling you that if you don't stick to this life, today I came with the commission, we are going to bring ourselves to this life. Unless you don't want to see the abounding grace of God. Unless you don't want to enjoy the abounding grace of God. Unless you don't want to explore the benefits of this life, then you're not the one I'm talking to. But if I have somebody here who is joining me to say that I am determined for this life. I am determined for this life. He said that before the world began, he purposed that a people or man must live by grace. But he had a program for it. And we are in the program of God now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The now of God is the grace of God. And we are in the now. So don't take yourself out of the now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Glory to God. Glory. Glory to God. Glory. You see, Paul is somebody who he actually had the commission to make this life visible unto us. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. I hope that is where I'm looking for. Glory to God. 15. 2 Corinthians 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm saved by grace. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You know, Paul had actually worked grace over a hundred times in, his, in just his few books of writing. Fifth. Yes, I did nine. First Corinthians 15, the verse number nine. For yes. I am the least of the apostles. For I am the least of the apostles. That yes. I am not meet to be called an apostle. Let me let me give you a background. You see, Paul was a murderer. He was he was somebody who thought he was in, in the agenda of God, doing the work of God, persecuting the Christians and all that. Until he met Jesus. And so when he says, I'm the least, he knows what he's talking about. In fact, go ahead, please. For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so we are clear. The English is straightforward. Go ahead. But by grace of God. One word I like in the, in the Bible is what? But. Say but. 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 Say but. But. You see, when grace comes, there is always a but. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. Me, one thing I learned from Dr. Sakodia, he says, he doesn't want, he doesn't like difficult life. That's why he always buys automatic car. So, me to automatic car. My wife would tell me, but don't, you see, I work very hard, eh? But, and yet, we work, we work with the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. I, I have chosen grace. The testimony of my life is the radical
radical manifestation of the grace of God. Do you know why I put the word radical? Because you have to be bold to live this life. Go ahead. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. So the man who is considered to be the greatest apostle is saying that the, 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 the ingredient or what made him who he is is what? The grace of God. Do you know that it is only Paul who said that I have run the race. I have finished the course. So for you to also say one day that I have run the race, I have finished the course, then we have somebody to learn from. And he's saying that I did it by the grace of God. I did it. This guy was stoned before. This guy was shipped before. He suffered shipwreck. But he said that if I could suffer shipwreck and not die, it is by the grace of God. If I could be stoned, they said they stoned him uh, to the point that they considered him to be dead. Then he stood up. Grace, this grace life we are talking about. You have to be determined. He says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Amen. Amen. Somebody left the office. A well-built man. I think he has muscles than everybody in this room. Hallelujah. I don't know whether size is guys. I've never seen anybody muscular like that man. But he went, he left home well-built, strong. And by the time he was going home, he was going back on a wheelchair. He cannot walk again. Because somebody have decided so it's not in the muscular it's not in the muscles but there is something working in us and that is that is the determination it is not a timid life oh hallelujah see I am determined I am determined to live this life to live this life all through this year people are going to come that you'll be teaching us on the grace life talking to, be determined to live this life let every man run away i will stay to this life hallelujah hallelujah but by grace but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Hmm? Go ahead. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I. But the grace of God which was with me. Kadaba. Legrandestasai. Hallelujah. 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 Or see, whoever he was or whoever he is is by the grace of God. And then he, see, he was talking about labor. That Wabuejuma, Paul Wabuejuma. But a Juma now, is not him, but the grace of God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, but by the grace of God which was with me, we have been called into grace. But this grace is, we, have, we are standing in grace according to Peter. We have been called unto grace according to Corinthians, uh, Timothy. Now he's saying that the grace is also with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So wherever you go, go with grace. Wherever you go, go in grace. Whatever you do, do it through grace. Hallelujah. This is our life. Amen. 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 Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach and believe. And so ye believed. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I was going to say fantastic. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10, Paul tells us that it was grace that made him a master builder. You can write it. Then, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8, it says that it was grace that made him the fantastic preacher he was. I've used the word. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8, we can read that and we move on. Glory to God. I live by grace. Unto me, whom I am least than the least of all saints. Can you imagine? Is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ? Hallelujah. 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 It is grace life. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now, I want us to look at Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Then we'll do 21. And we'll pray. Hallelujah. Romans 5 17. For if by the <clears throat> I beg your pardon, Romans 5 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We believe so much that sin resulted in death. That one, even the baby understands that. We, we so much believe that. That death came to all men through sin. We believe it. We believe it. The Bible says that it reigned. Hallelujah. For by one man's offense, death reigned. It means that death was ruling like a king. Whether you like it or not, it was ruling. Whether you subscribe to it or not, it was ruling. Hallelujah. He said that death did not come to negotiate with you to say, can I rule in your life? No. Can I rule in the world? No. Because of the offense, death was ruling. But, there's always a but. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the obedience of one man, the reign of death has ended. By the obedience of one man, sin has been paid for. It has been dealt with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I find a word here which I'm very interested in. Receive. It translated Lambano. We talk about it every time. But what I want to address is that it gives us a sense of aggression. A sense of violence. A 
sense of purposeful determination to live by it. Or see, they which receive abundance of grace, it, it, it is giving us a sense of determination, violently taking it. Why should that be the case? Because, you see, the devil, as we know, he will not give you or he will not let things go freely. He, he is always finding ways and means to play smart around Christians. If we are not wise to lay hold onto this life, we will be saved but we will not see the benefits thereof. But see, I lay hold. 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 Onto this life. Onto this life. The word translated lambano, that is receive, gives us a sense of I take this life. I take this life. I live by this life. This is the way I go. And this is affirmed by Paul when he wrote to the church in Galatians. Let's go there, then we'll pray. Galatians. Five. Where he's telling us that stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. This grace that you have been called into, this life that you have received, he says, stand fast. Say, I stand fast. I stand fast. Why, why are we having the word stand fast? It means that one she yeah, you better say what I One she yeah, you be clear with you. So he's saying that stand fast. Say I stand fast. I stand fast. Say I stand fast. I stand fast. I stand fast. I stand fast. I purpose today. I purpose today. I purpose today. I purpose today. And going forward. And going forward. To stand fast. To stand fast. In this life. 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 Where with Christ. Where with Christ. Has made me free. Have made me free. Say that. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit, shall profit you nothing. Then it, 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 it jumps to verse 4. Christ is become of no effect unto you, whosoever of you are justified from the law, says you are falling from grace. In other words, if you tell yourself that I was saved by grace, but I am going to live by the law, it says you are falling from grace. But I am not ready to fall from grace. No, no. I am not ready to fall from grace. I am living this grace life to the fullest. Hallelujah. And I, I have written here three things that were Paul's determination. The first one is Galatians chapter 6 verse 14, Romans chapter 11 verse 6, and then Galatians chapter 2 verse 21. Galatians 6 14. Quickly. Galatians 6 14. But God forbade that but I God should glory. That I should glory. Save in the cross of our Lord Jesus save Christ. Save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. He's saying that God forbid that after that I have come into Christ I should look beyond the cross. I should look apart from the cross. I should glory in my own strength. He says God forbid. God forbid that you would trust in your purpose. You would trust in your connections. He says, God forbid, let us not come to that place. Let us not come to that place. Because it's a dangerous place to be. In fact, it is a criminal offense that you who have been saved by grace should take yourself out of grace. Hallelujah. Let's read the next one. Romans eleven six. This is Paul's determination. He said, God forbid, for him to say that I am going to go beyond the cross. Romans eleven six, And if by grace then is it no more of works. Mm-hmm. Otherwise grace is no more grace. Mm-hmm. But if it be of works then it is no more grace. Otherwise work is no more work. So, if you are saved by grace, stay by grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then finally, Galatians 2.21. It says what? Galatians 2.21. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Say, I don't frustrate the grace of God. I don't frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Man of God, read. Let us all go to Romans chapter 2, verse 21. Are we all there? Okay, we have it on the screen. I want all of us to read this scripture prayerfully. I want us to read this scripture. One, go. Oh, 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 oh. Please, you are reading it to yourself. Oh. I want, let's go. One, go. Hey, hey, hey. I said Galatians 2.21. Hey, my people. Galatians 2.21. In the upper way, did Alright, one, go. I do not frustrate the wait, grace of God. Wait, wait, put your hands on your chest. And you are making this declaration. I do not frustrate the grace of God. I don't. Uh, in fact, we have done deep dive into this scripture some years ago. Hallelujah. Just put your hands on your chest. Thank you, Jesus. One, go. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Say it again. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Declare it again. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Declare it again. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Declare it again. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Go ahead. For if righteousness come down by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. 
my charge, like I said this morning, is to set a tone for us to approach every meeting that is going to be held on this topic, on this theme, with all seriousness. Because there is a word of prophecy on this theme. And for us to see the testimonies come to life, for us to experience that which has been spoken over us, we have to be committed. You have to make a pledge to yourself that I will not frustrate the grace of God. I will stay myself in this life. I will not take myself out of this life. This life, you see, Paul went to God with a trouble, with a matter, serious matter. Troubled about it. Then he said that, you see, I'm not, talking, I'm not talking to you about your trouble. I'm telling you that my grace is sufficient for you. Whatever be your circumstance or situation, stick to this grace life. Because this life is super abounding. This life is super abounding. This life is able to fix every circumstance. It's able to turn every situation around. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet with me. Say, I do not frustrate. I do not frustrate. The grace of God. The grace of God. I do not frustrate. I do not frustrate the grace of God. The grace of God. I am saved by grace. I am saved by grace. I am called unto this abounding grace life. I am called unto this abounding grace life. I have a call. I have a call. Unto this grace life. Unto this grace. Which life. is abounding. Which is abounding. For every circumstance. For every circumstance. Which is abounding. Which is abounding. For every situation for every situation which is abounding which is abounding for every situation for every situation every issue around me every issue around me, every issue around me every issue around me this life this life this grace life this grace life abounds towards it abounds towards it i am determined I am determined. I am determined. I am determined to live this life. To live this life. To live this life. To live this life. I am determined. I am determined to live this life. To live this life. It is the grace life. The grace life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are praying ourselves onto this pledge. People of God, like I said, there is an attempt which is going on, right? From the pulpit right even not from the world but right from the pulpit to tell you that there is something beyond what we have been called to but i am a living testimony to tell you that this grace life this abounding life is real the evidence is clear the manifestation is clear the evidence is clear the manifestation is clear i have purpose to live this life i don't know about you but you are pledging to yourself you are pledging to yourself. You are pledging to yourself. Grace. Do you know grace is a keeper? Grace is a keeper. This life is a keeper. Hallelujah. Close your eyes and lift up your voice in the language of the spirit. Just lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice. This morning it is, a, it, it is an altar call we are making. 
this morning we are making an altar call we are making an altar call to tell ourselves that we are determined to live this life we are determined to live this life we are determined to enjoy this life we are determined to stay in this life we are determined to become the manifestation of the grace life of god glory to god lift up your voice it's an altar call i did not come to excite you i came to challenge you i came to challenge you i came with an intention this morning for you to make up your mind that i am going for this life i am living this life i am becoming the visible evident manifestation of the grace of the abounding grace of god you are you are telling yourself this morning on this altar that i am making my life i am ready oh lord to become the visible manifestation of the abounding grace of god i am ready for this life i am committed to this life you are making this altar call you are making this declaration it is a mindset thing it is a mindset thing it is a mindset thing your mind must be made up for it your mind must be determined to live it your mind must be determined your heart must respond right to live this life no more dependence on my on the works no man no more dependence on flesh he said that for we are saved by grace it is not of works it is not of works let any man suppose this morning you are making this altar call you are responding to this altar call you are responding to this altar call you are responding to this altar call you and your family anytime that you stand to pray you are praying with you and your family you and your generations you are setting a new order you are setting a new pathway to experience to live and manifest the abounding grace of god the abounding grace of god you are ready you are ready you are determined you are determined you are purposeful you are purposeful you are determined you are determined you are purposeful you are purposeful you to live this abounding grace to manifest this abounding grace you are not taking yourself out paul said that i don't frustrate the grace of god i don't frustrate the grace of god i don't make grace important in my life i don't help the grace of god but i am living this life i am responding to this life i am manifesting this life